0: Good to have you. Bill Michael's show, we continue on. Two hours down, we got two yet to go. Next hour, we're going to hear from Mike Clemens. So, Forrest hit me up over on, uh, Fobuck hit me up uh, over on Twitter. And he brings up a good point. And I've kind of, uh, I've not avoided it, but it was one of the things that I'm bringing up last Uh, And he says, so we are just pretending that 12, Aaron Rodgers, isn't a major part of the Packers' offensive woes. My man is missing open receivers and can't hit a 20-yard-plus ball to save his life right now. And you're right. You're right. The problems, I think, are somewhat far-reaching. And they do include Aaron Rodgers, without a doubt. I did, and I listen for what Rodgers has to say. Because I think sometimes, um, I think sometimes Rodgers' words can resonate something that's already been said in the locker room or something that he said to somebody. And I also think there are times where he gets into his own philosophical self and it's all jibber-jabber. What he said at the podium last night I thought was incredibly interesting. And it might be an indicator as to what's going on behind the walls of 1265. When when he was asked, he had a simple idea. When he was asked about the offense, what do you need to do? This stinks, you know. His words were, and I quote, simpler, simpler simplify some things. And when he was asked about, you know, hey, yeah, you took four sacks. And, you know, then he went on to kind of, you know, as, as the note here says, elaborate on his message. All of it. I don't want to get too specific. I'm not attacking anything. But based on how we have played the last couple of weeks, I think it's going to be in our best interest to simplify things for everybody. For the line, the backs, the receivers, especially with Randall's injury. By the way, Randall Cobb avoided a season-ending ankle injury. It's going to be a while, but it looks like he is at least at some point going to return. But much like Puxitani Phil pops out of his hole every year to see his shadow, you always know Randall Cobb's going to miss significant time. Uh, But Rodgers goes on to say, simplify some things, and maybe that will get us back on track. The the throws from Aaron Rodgers, I don't know yesterday if it was the thumb i don't know if it was just the pressure the hits um, bad routes guys rounding off route. i I don't know I, i i can't explain i can't explain what the problem is other than the fact that i see guys that aren't open by a step or two Rodgers yesterday had a couple of really nice throws. The one to Alan Lazard going a, a cross pattern, uh, or I shouldn't say a cross pattern, an out pattern towards the sideline. He dropped it in where only Lazard could get it. I mean, it was a, I, and I even made a note of it, it was a picture-perfect throw. But this whole thing of layoff of Aaron Rodgers from fans, stop it. Stop it. He's, he's got as much to do, if not more, than everybody else around him. Remember, you know if this is the leader of your team so it's not only it's not only the physical aspect of playing the quarterback position but if this is the leader of your team and i don't know i don't i don't know yes or no to this question but it is your responsibility as the leader to be able to elevate those around you i don't know if he's doing that or not i would assume he is but i don't know so he's got as much on his shoulders, probably more so than anybody else on that team, and more responsibility than anybody else. And if he's saying, we got to simplify this, and I saw him yesterday, uh, and I don't know if they showed this on the tube or not, but for those that were watching it at home, I don't know if they showed it. Did they show Rodgers? He, he stepped out of the huddle a couple of times, and he like tapped his helmet like, come on, man, let's go. And then he went, like, he shook his head, like, no, no, come on, let's go. Give me something else. It, it He was like a pitcher shaking off the sign. And by then, you know, and they're trying to get in and out of the huddle quickly, which, by the way, yesterday, again, they did not have to take a timeout because of, you know, poor clock management. So I saw him yesterday on three different occasions kind of shake off floor like, no, come on, you know. To say that's that's not going to work, like, you know. So he's still running what Matt Lafleur is calling, but it's it's there's a communication issue between getting the play in on time, what's being called in the situation, it's being called in, and maybe he goes back to this is this is getting too cumbersome. Maybe maybe that's what this is. Maybe for the offense, responsibility wise, maybe maybe that's part of the problem. So I, 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 he did not sound defeated. What he did not give you, and he wasn't going to give you, he was specific, he says, I have no, I, I can't remember how he put it, but like no magical words here, no profound statement. In other words, you're not getting a R-E-L-A-X out of me. You're not going to get that. And I don't have that belief. Because to me, that said, I don't have that belief in this team. When he made that statement, it wasn't like, hey, things are going to be fine. Take it easy. Don't abandon us. Whatever. You know, he didn't get into any of that because I don't think he believes it at this point. That was a loud non statement. But what he did say was we got to make it simpler. You know, whether it's simpler route trees and just let guys go play with their athleticism and not stop all this other stuff, this fancy crap. I think you need motion. I think you need running the ball. I think you need to put the best five in front of Aaron Rodgers you can, and I think you need simpler route trees. Just let's 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 do this cuz I think he looks at it as guys are trying to read 3 to 4 different things to get downfield and by the time they've figured it out and they've made their cut, Rodgers is under siege. So, I'm I'm thinking that simplifying things and kind of getting back to the, uh, the work that way is something that's going to happen. Now, David Bakhtiari, after the game yesterday, and I, I want you to hear a couple of these, but uh, Bakhtiari, uh, what does, in his uh, opinion, now coming back, he's back a few games here now, in his opinion, what needs to happen?
1: Consistency. That's the number one thing.
0: That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Um. The next question is, how do you stop the hits on Aaron Rodgers?
1: I've got to go back to the basics. got to look at you – know, that's all I can do. Ryan, saying same. Um, goes back to just being consistency. It's just across the board. You know, guy here, guy there. Five guys have one mess up. That's five bad pass per attempt. So, um, the film, uh, and this guy doesn't lie. we got to go back. we got to correct. we got to be honest with ourselves. Something that I uh, talked about with the line and just um, – when you put that out there, that's, that's blood. And that's what uh, – Talking about blood, that's what the defense sharks are going to look at, and then until you fix that, they're going to keep uh attacking that.
0: There you go. Now, there's your money statement. I know it's tough to hear if you're driving around, you're going, "Well, I got what? Basically, he said that's blood, that's blood, meaning that's blood in the water. Sharks are going to attack that. He's he's saying it without saying it. Love it, love that honesty. He's saying it without saying it, in other words. We got a couple of guys in this line that suck. We got to go back. We got to be honest with ourselves. Stop lying to ourselves. You can say back to basics and all that kind of stuff, but that's what Matt Lafleur had stated. That's the parrot from Matt Lafleur. But he he said, look, there's there's weakness. That's blood. They're going to continue to attack that. Doesn't matter what I do over here. Doesn't matter if I got my man 10 yards downfield, plant him in the ground, stick flowers in his head, and run him an epithet. It doesn't matter when you got Royce Newman over here who sucks. Doesn't matter. That's blood. That's blood. Why was the run game not working yesterday?
1: I got to take a look and give you a, a firm explanation, but – um, yeah, too many times not winning the down. That's one thing that I felt. Uh, noticing, it. Uh, you know, tip your hat to the Jets, they did a good job. Um, penetrating front, mixing a lot of guys uh, down in the box and, uh, you know, keeping us honest with what we need to, uh, how we're going to ID and how we're going to attack the defense. So, I mean, as much as it's things that we need to clean up, um, got to give respect Incredible, credit to credits
0: due. They beat us. They beat us in the trenches. Were they trying to run the ball more? Take a listen.
1: I think for us, we just want to be a consistent offense. So I wouldn't say we put emphasis on running the ball. Of course, we want to establish our identity. But uh, the big thing was uh, just making sure that uh, we can be a consistent offense. And with that, that's calling running the ball. we got two great uh, running backs who can tilt the rock. And uh, we obviously have a Hall quarterback, so um, pick your poison. But we just got to be consistent. It's not a passing or running game
0: uh consistency yeah you know it's kind of a cliche word for lack of a better term it's it's just cliche but um early on he said you know um were we trying to run the ball more uh they were stacking the box or they weren't stacking the box they were just beating us uh i think it's a very kind way of saying we didn't have an answer for what it is they were doing the opposite side of the ball kenny clark he said look the jets they just made plays in the second half
1: They just made some plays. Um, uh, They just did a better job than us. They made some plays.
0: Uh, Kenny Clark was asked, What is the message to this team after this loss?
1: Uh, We just got to stick together. Um, You know, your team, you know, we we handle adversity well. And uh, we we got the right guys in the locker room, so we got to stick together.
0: Right guys in the locker room, just got to stick together. There's not a magic answer here, my friends. There's not. There's not. One of the guys that they brought in, Dylan Levitt, um, for special teams, the uh, the second half special teams, <laughs> they weren't very special. This was what uh, Dylan Levitt had to say um, regarding the special teams in the second half of the ball game.
1: Uh, I mean, it was just one play on the a, on a punt block. Um, we just had bad eyes and maybe a miscommunication, and we'll look at it on tape and we'll fix it.
0: There you go. We'll look at it on tape, and we'll fix it. That That's the answer for everything, isn't it? I think that is now going to be everything. It, it, I, I'm going to try to have somebody follow me for the rest of my life with a video camera so I can just say, you know what, we'll look at the tape, we'll fix just that. And we'll look at it on tape, and we'll fix it. We'll look at it on tape, we'll fix that. It's unacceptable. Matt LaFleur, I still say I need, a, I need somebody with a uh, creative mind to put it together. Just got to do it. It's got to do it and say uh, it's got to be our our mantra. That's un that's unacceptable. We'll look at the tape. That's unacceptable. We'll look at the tape. We'll look at it that's on un- tape and we'll fix it. Yeah, that's unacceptable. We'll look at the tape. We'll look at it on tape and we'll fix it. There you go. Matt LaFleur yesterday. Why why was there only 3 carries for Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones in the first half? That that's unacceptable. We'll we'll fix it. We'll look at it on tape and we'll fix it. There you go. That's it. 877 867 want to hit us up? Let's do it. We're going to open up the phone lines next three segments. Let's do this. Maybe we'll hear some more from inside the locker room, but I want to get a lot of your thoughts on this as uh, the Green Bay Packers basically manhandled yesterday by the Jets in uh, just ugly fashion uh, up at Lambeau. Hey, I, I got to say this. I, um, uh, I reached out to a friend of mine who I had set up for the weekend over at Four Seasons Island Resort. And I had asked her, because her and her husband went up, I said, how was it? And she said it was awesome. She said it was very laid back, very casual, wonderful food. Uh, They did go down to Forgotten Fire Winery. And she said, Jake, the winemaker, says hi, sends his regards. By the way, they bought $700 worth of wine. Oh, my goodness. Which is awesome, but uh, I had a great time. Boundary Waters Bar and Grill was a lot of fun. Uh, my husband even sang karaoke. Sat upstairs in the lounge. We had appetizers. Some of the best scallops I've ever had. Uh, so that's uh, that's the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin, on the Muscano Island. Which And she said, by the way, oh, the colors did not disappoint. I was telling you, telling you that, man. you got to get up there before everything falls off the trees. But uh, the colors didn't disappoint. Uh, the golf course... It's about ready to shut down if it hasn't already, but uh, you can still get up maybe play a little bit. But they soon, they're going to have the trail. The snowmobile trails will eventually be open at some point. But uh, as soon as they get some more snow, but uh, they still have the ATV trails, the UTV trails are open. But uh, it's just a good getaway. Um, go up and you can pretty much it's self-contained. You can stay inside the whole time, or go take a walk, walk around the property, walk around the island, enjoy yourself, and just get away, disconnect. Uh, a little bit. Maybe go into the UP if you want. Uh, they got some really good bars over there in the UP. The Greenleaf is just awesome and some good places to go or go down to to go down to the winery. But Four Seasons Island Resort, the best part about it is you can get a discount just by using our name right now. Uh, all you got to do is call Barb or email Barb, B A R B, at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. Barb at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com or call her directly, 715 715- 324 5800 ask for Barb, 715-324-5800, and uh, say, hey, Barb, I heard it on the Bill Michael show, want to get a weekend uh, getaway to come up, because the the weekday stuff is starting to shut down, they're going to be open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so um, call them, 715-324-5800, get a hold of Barb and say, I heard it on the Bill Michael show, they'll give you a discount, uh, and all kinds of good stuff, and then get up there and enjoy yourself. That's the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You back this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mam Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And all you got to do is give them a call 414 455 4451. You see it on the Bud Light live stream right now 414 455 4451. Give them a call. And whether it's ED, which you know you got it if you got it, uh, low T, you may not know you have it, you can't figure out, you're over the age of 30, you're thinking I'm still young, right. But you're just dragging ass, you can't get out of bed, or if you don't want to get off the couch, your motivation's gone, all that kind of stuff, could be that. Otherwise, it could also be uh, the All-in-One Weight Loss Program, and you just need to uh, you, you need to chill a little bit. Yeah, boy. There you go. You just probably just need to, to lose some weight, feel a little bit better. They can help you out with the All-in-One Weight Loss Plan. Check out our friends at NewMail Medical, 414-455-4451, 414 455 44 five one uh let's do this let's get to the phone calls uh let's go to Mike listening to us in Jackson Mike how you doing today man what's going on
2: Billy how you doing
0: I'm good man what are you thinking
2: man I don't know man I what was that yesterday I mean I <laughs> right I don't normally go down in the man cave and 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 have anything to drink but I, I was actually considering it today after that I, I don't I mean with the way the draft went this year you know they drafted really good on defense you know, we're supposed to have the special teams coach come in and they couldn't run the ball yesterday. I, I mean, what in the world? I don't know what to think. I, I And you're talking seven wins this year. I mean, wh- what happened? Like, it, it's just like it, it's unacceptable. I mean, I don't know what, what – I mean, if Aaron Rodgers has a thumb issue going on, then what what do we – do we put Jordan Love in there for a couple games, let his thumb heal? I mean, we've got to do something here because the Vikings yeah. are taking over this division, Billy.
0: Uh, I think the division's gone. Uh, yeah. I, would you not agree? I think the division's gone. Now it's just about getting point. in yeah, as a I mean, wild you're, card.
2: You're, yes, you're naming off the, the schedule of the, and some of the other games coming up. I mean, we got to play Phil. Did you watch the Eagles last night? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, is right? that is that game at Lambeau against the Eagles? I think it is. No, nope. Nope. Oh, it's on the road? It's on the road. Oh, good God. Well... Mm-hmm. All I can say is uh, they got to figure something out. I mean, this is an absolute embarrassment. I mean, you're looking at a team that you know was in the NFC Championship game. You know, we lose Devonte Adams, and then we pick up some guys on defense. And I, granted, we got young wide receivers, but I mean, we still got Aaron Jones. We still got our running backs. We still got Aaron Rodgers. Like, how how can this team look this bad? I, I just don't understand it. And what do you think? Uh, the answer?
0: I I think uh, and and great question. Appreciate the phone call. Let me let me go through this. I think looking at the offensive line, this whole thing, and Matt LaFleur keeps saying we want to put our best five out there, we want to put our best five out there. I think now is the time to figure out who your best five are. Okay? That's the first thing. Who's your best five? You win in the trenches. Um, I think that, uh, by the way, the Cardinals have acquired Robbie Anderson from the Panthers. Just an FYI. Trade just went down. Cardinals went after Robbie Anderson, and they picked him up. So for those that are saying uh, pick up Robbie Anderson out of the Panthers organization, um, that, that's gone. Cardinals got him. Um, I think first and foremost, games are won in the trenches. I, I really firmly believe that. I think right now the offensive line is in flux. I don't know if it's blocking patterns or ski. This is an offensive line that went from being one of the most and best pass-blocking offensive lines in the NFL to just getting their ass handed to them. And, and that cannot be because of a lack of ability, Okay. Um, I go back to what Aaron Rodgers said about simplifying things and then Bakhtiari following that up with getting back to basics and scheme. It sounds to me like there is a lot of stuff going on in the line of scrimmage. And instead of just getting the guy in front of you and being aware of what's coming around you, it's like they're moving guys around or their guys are having different responsibilities and they're not getting, it's just what's there is there, block it. Okay. Secondly, um, I, I, I don't know if it's because of movement or motion or because of lack of movement or motion. I think, to me, the offense looks better and has looked better when they've had motion, when they've had movement, when they've had choices, when they've had two back sets, when they've had Aaron Jones, say, splitting out of the backfield, and, and when they ran that successfully, putting some of your best weaponry, including that's basically Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and everybody else, on the field consistently – I think you need to do that. This this whole thing about Aaron Jones gets three touches. You're right. If you're Matt LaFleur, it's unacceptable. But it's a a egregious error on your part as the play caller. That is all on you. Nobody else. Nobody else. It's all on you. So I think you get back to it that way. Defensively speaking, defensively speaking, I think um, you gotta go back to Just being nasty and just getting after it. This whole thing about playing soft and up front and keep things in front of you and this, I just go man up and start whooping somebody's ass. Just figure it out that way. Just man up, go after everybody. Maybe you do a few things scheme wise, but when you're getting beat, you got to be the aggressor and win the pressure. You cannot play scared. And this team tends to play on their heels, defensively speaking. And the players will there—they'll tell you, "No, I'm I'm playing man up. I'm doing this and that. and I've got my guy and my responsibility, and that's great." But I think the play call coming from Joe Barry—it's it, revealing that you know you you get down a score. Suddenly, it's like all of a sudden we can't let anything get behind us. You don't bring the pressure any aggressiveness anymore because the risk reward, in your opinion, is too high. Well, at some point. You watched the Jets fly to the football. Watch the ten watch their sidelines. They're amped. They're juiced. They're flexing. They're screaming. They're fired up. You when was the last time you saw that out of a Packers team? Now granted, winning cures that, but when when was the last time you saw this? The 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 energy is a direct reflection of your head coach, your coaching staff. And and what you're bringing every day, the atmosphere you create every day. And while I'm not a big fan of oh, you got to blow everybody out and change things because that that's a process, but you can't sit there and look us in the camera anymore and go, I've been 13 and three the last couple of years or last three years and I'm the winning. You, you, Matt Lafleur has got to bring it. This cool, love everybody. Type of mentality, yeah, man, it's cool here in Green Bay. It's There is an intensity to football. There is an intangible to football. Scheme-wise, yes, I understand it. I think you've got to put your best players on the field. Yes, I understand that. But there is an intangible to football, an adrenaline to football, an attitude to football. All of that has to happen. And I just I don't see it. I don't see that 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 amped up energy that that you know I I, I don't know I, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, Alex says, uh, and by the way, to everybody on the Bud Light live stream, great day today, and all of you for chiming in, this is awesome. Uh, he says to meet your point, Bill. I, I think the uh, ca- uh game plan for the defense is to bend but don't break and limit teams to field goals and not big plays because they know. The offense sucks. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Capers, Petten, Barry, same old, same old. That's from our buddy Rick. Uh, Charlie says, when Rodgers leaves, then we're going to find out how good of a coach uh, Matt LaFleur is. Well, any good coach or great coach always has had great players. And every, everybody says the same thing. Well, once they're gone, we're going to find out how good you are. Well, then your talent level is less. It's not like he's gonna win thirteen games with Jordan Love. Or they're gonna find some rum dum off the street and he's gonna coach him up. It ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? Does that mean that suddenly you believe Mike McCarthy is the best thing since sliced bread because he's he won he's four and one with Cooper Rush? Come on. Um Kim says, "A unit with all due respect, Lafleur is always waving his arms at home for noise, and people have ripped him for it. I don't, I don't rip him for it. I love the fact that he wants noise. I love the fact that he wants noise. I don't mind that, but y- you tell me, did you watch the Jets sideline yesterday?" If you were at the game, it was easier to see, of course. But did you watch the game yesterday when the defensive line was just beating the hell out of the Packers? And these guys are in between plays, screaming and yelling, and the defensive coordinators like pumped up. And I mean, they're 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 they were like salivating. Going back to David Bakhtiari's point, they smelled blood in the water and they attacked it. They didn't play back. They didn't say, "Hey, we're up a couple of scores. Let's get soft. Let's just keep the ball in front of us." No. They whooped their ass even more up front. They frustrated Aaron Rodgers. Big time. They frustrated that offense big time. They they found that weakness and attacked it over and over and over and over and over again. They didn't. No, 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 no. They didn't stop. Just look at that mentality. They could smell it, man. I thought the Packers defense had that at the beginning of the season, but I, I, I think it's just... Now, granted, again, losing will take that energy away but you got you, you got to get it. you got to get it and sometimes saying simplify things is the truth. getting back to the sleds, driving things, tackling drills just the simple things to get your your amped up energy back to get back to doing right. And then you build upon it again. It's all about building blocks, man. It's what they do in the military. They tear you down and build you back up and build you back up the right way. If things aren't working in the NFL, you've got to tear it down and build it back up. It's hard to do in the middle of the season, but some of the best have been able to do it. you got to have a turnaround. you got to have a turning point. Whether it's a come-from-behind win, even if it's a bad win, but it's a win that you knew was a loss, you come back, you build your confidence, hey, we can do this, you've got to start somewhere. You know, 877 this portion of the program, brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm not going to sing. Don't worry. I'm not going to sing. But what I will tell you is I will sing the praises of these windows and doors that I have in my house. You know that a few weeks ago, uh, I don't know when the commercial's coming out. Somebody just asked me about that. They shot a commercial here at the house, and uh, they put in the new big, giant patio door that I have. I've got a bunch of them in the house, but they finally, it's the last one that I finally went ahead and bought now that in the great room is fantastic, by the way, um, but it keeps the cold out, keeps the warm in. It's cozy. I don't hear that little that little whistle of wind anymore through that bad patio door that I had there. That big, heavy ass aluminum stuck frame patio door. It's been great. And Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin, they came out, they custom measured, they custom installed, they put that whole thing together. It was like they were never here. I just went outside, and it was beautiful outside, sealed up inside. And when I leave the house, I just toe kick it, man. Just that little toe kick at the bottom. You just flip that little lever, and that pin comes out, and that door's locked, and you don't have to stick sticks in the door, none of that stuff. Just kick it over. Bam. That thing is secure. So I lay my head on the pillow at night, and I know every door, every window, it's locked. Nobody's coming in. Nobody's breaking into my house. Wind isn't leaking into my house. All that kind of good stuff. It's great. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is P E L L A. PellaWI.com. Or call them 855 PellaWI. That's 855 PellaWI. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get on your ATV and hit the trails in Humberd, Wisconsin. Moto right up to the Scholz Family Beef Farm store, or order online at ScholzFamilyBeef.com.
1: <laughs>
0: Got a great Halloween party coming up, and no, not at my house. Uh, but it is a week from Friday, a week from fi- Friday. We're going to be, uh, down at Stenny's second to national walkers point. They have their annual Halloween costume contest. It's coming up, giving away some cash, some other prizes, but uh, we're going to be one of the judges down there. Kristen and I are going to be judges again this year. Can't wait. It is a week from Friday. I can't believe we're at, uh, up to Halloween almost, but it is Friday night, October 28th. Join us down at Stenny's. Second and National Walkers Point. Going to be a fun time. And, I mean, obviously, they got a lot of other stuff going on. And head down there, whether it's – and they're one a really good NHL bar as well. If you like, like hockey, they love putting the hockey games on. But, uh, nevertheless, they uh, run shuttles to all the games. They're going to start running shuttles to the Bucks games now and the Admirals games now. And, obviously, uh, they still take buses over to uh, Packers games and Badger games. But, but yeah, a good place to be. And we're going to be there on Friday night, October 28th. Steny, second to National Walkers Point. Their annual Halloween party, and I love it down there. Love it down there. Justin, listening to us in Elkhart Lake, he says, you see Brady on the sidelines screaming at his guys. Not that I want Rodgers to scream, but to get in guys' faces and call them out. My question to you is, can he do that if he's not working as hard as they are and allowing guys like Cobb to, quote, coach him up? I think Rodgers would lose respect if he suddenly started screaming and yelling in guys' faces, but I love the fire that Brady shows. Great show and the best postgame show in the state by far. Thanks. That's Justin in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Um, Justin, first of all, thanks so much for, uh, for listening to us in, in Elkhart Lake. where I don't think we have an over-the-air signal that reaches there. So for you to find us, uh, whether it's on the app, the Zone Madison app, the Zone out in Madison, W-O-Z-N, or you're watching us on Facebook, or you're watching us and listening to us on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Whatever it is, thanks for taking a listen to us. If Rodgers suddenly started screaming and yelling and getting guys' faces, it would be out of character for him. It would be the sign of desperation. He didn't do it during the relaxed season. He didn't do it a couple of years ago. I don't think it's something that would really go over well now. To answer your question about does he have that respect because he was the guy that said hey let Cobb coach him up. Um, that's a great question. I don't know how that would be perceived. If I'm there, and I'm in on the OTAs and I'm in on the 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 mini camps, and I'm busting it in Packers training camp, and Rodgers isn't. Because remember at the beginning of the season I said I I don't care about the regular season it's about the postseason. Well. They may not even get to the postseason now at this point, but all of the don'ts, all of the negatives, right? Where for years Rodgers was always there at the OTAs, the mini camps, and all that kind of stuff. The I don't want, I don't like joint practices. I don't want to play in the preseason. I don't have to be at OTAs and mini camps. Let Cobb coach him up. Let the let the offensive guys coach him up. But you're the guy who has to work with him. He gave a lot of reasons why he doesn't want to work. And on one hand, you look at a veteran and you say, you know, you get it. You've kind of, I don't want to say earned that right, but you have, for lack of a better term. You have. But when you continue to work as a veteran, that's when it, it you, you show the young guys of, hey, even this guy's a Hall of Famer and he's still busting his ass. So... I don't know. There's the I don't I, my assumption is if you're a young guy or a guy that is not on that level, you're looking at Rodgers with almost idolization saying this guy's he knows what it takes to be a champion. Right? So I don't think he loses that respect, but if he's not putting the work in and he's not playing well, then it's hard to go and scream at other guys. You know? Oh, just throwing it out there. Uh, the Cardinals getting Robbie Anderson today from the Panthers. So for those that were uh, hitting us up saying, hey, did you see this? I did. We mentioned it a little earlier. And uh, I, I get it. So there you go. Um, Dan says over on the Bud Light, and by the way, everybody on the Bud Light live stream, thanks so much, whether it's Twitch, whether it's Facebook, whether it's uh, YouTube or on Twitter, thanks for following us there. Huge crowd today. Uh, when Green Bay hired Matt LaFleur, he was an offensive coordinator that had a ranking of 27th in the league. Green Bay uh, offense is showing he has not improved. Well, this year, you, you have to ask the question. I think it's true. How much do they miss Nathaniel Hackett? How much do they miss Luke Getzey? How much just taking Stenovich and elevating him to offensive coordinator and not the offensive guru that he was when it comes to coaching up the offensive line? You know, I'm sure he still has a hand in that absolutely. But now he has more responsibility rather than just being that position coach. I I get all that. You know? Um I don't know how much I don't know how much they miss him, but I, it's got to be some, right? Right? 8778671670 there's one other person that's taking heat, and I I, I, I want to ask why when we come back. I want to ask why, because this, this doesn't make sense to me, okay? So I want to break, and I'm going to come back and ask you a question. And we'll talk about it, uh, not only in the next segment, but then the following segment after the top of the next hour. But I want to ask, why is this one person taking so much heat? Because it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay? Hang in there for this. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. The best uh, canvas upholstery cover provider. If you've got a boat right now and you're saying, you know what, I'm going to store it, put it away for the winter, he can make the cover for it. Or if you say you got office furniture and you want to redo it, rather than buying all new, he can do it. How about, uh, say you're a gym and your equipment's getting kind of old and ratty and you're thinking about buying new. How about getting everything recovered? Keep the same frame. Recover what you got. Save yourself a ton of money. He can do that, too. Plenty of things Dwayne can do for you. The best. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Or call him 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. Get a hold of our buddy Dwayne. He can help you out. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisconsin isn't snobby, snooty, or pretentious. It's Midwestern charm at its finest. And that's exactly what Forgotten Fire Winery in Peshtigo is all about. Fun in a bottle without the attitude. You can find their full wine and cider lineup in their tasting room or in liquor and grocery stores throughout the state. The winery is a great place to get away for wine and cider tastings, great live music, and private events all year long. Remember, any time is a great time for Forgotten Fire wines and ciders. Wisconsin wine made from Wisconsin people.
3: Now in Green Bay here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Jets 27 to 10 before 78,000 fans at Lambeau Field and for the second week in a row Green Bay fell behind to a New York team 17 to 3 and never recovered. Matt LaFleur
2: That was very humbling when you're in your own building and you get taken like that but it lose by three scores we got to be better absolutely uh coach it better got to execute better we got to get back to work
3: it's the first time the packers have had back-to-back losses since lafleur took over in 2019 alan lazard on what it was like in the locker room after the game
0: yeah it's different it's definitely a different feeling and um, most importantly i think it's just unacceptable on um, being here playing for the green bay packers we know what the standard is we know what the expectations are and we failed to, to to reach that. The
3: Jets got creative on offense with end runs, reverses, and jet sweeps. Rookie running back Brees Hall on his 34-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be a reverse pass, so I was supposed to pitch it to Garrett, but I felt the DN was too far upfield, so I couldn't get the pitch off, and I just saw daylight, and... Just let my natural ability take over.
3: At just age 23, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson on getting the win at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's crazy for me, right? Because like this guy's been my idol since I was you know eight years old. So I can remember watching football. You know, he was the quarterback. I copied everything, um, tried to be just like him. So it's you know. As ugly of a game as that was, uh, it was a cool moment.
3: So the Jets are now 4-2. The Packers are 3-3 three and three and head to Washington next week. Aaron Rodgers.
1: I'm not going to freak out or, you know, make any grand statements. I'm just going to get back to what I do best, go through the process, you know, have real good conversations with Matt and with our staff and, and try and get this thing fixed.
3: That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. From Lambeau Field, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: Welcome back to the program. We're getting close. Getting so close. So close. Our friends over there at Stoley's Hog Alley. The kitchen at Stoley's open for breakfasts on the weekends. Uh, the bar open outside, inside. They've got the tent, but uh, they are getting close. If you've been following the uh, the progress of the new edition, uh, yeah, they're getting close to opening things up. I can't wait. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. So whether it's Stoly's Hog Alley, uh, or stole's Old 109, by the way, either way, good to go, but Stolleys Hog, go to Stoleys, Stolleys, S-T-O-L-L-E-Y-S, com. that is StolleysHogAlley.com, or Stoles Old 109 up in Watertown, great place, but even better people, even better people, and uh, they are finishing up the remodel, so, uh, they, they've got a lot going on, finishing up the remodel, and uh, don't forget about stoles Old 109, if you still want to stop in and say hi to Jeff and Alicia, man, good people, so. They got a lot of stuff going on but I cannot wait cannot wait for the uh, the remodel to, to to open. Good stuff. Uh 867 71670. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. Why are so many people pissed off at Mark Mark Murphy? I why? I don't understand it. People bring up the sledding hill. People bring up the sledding hill. Okay? All right, uh, th- that was one picture in the paper, and people get all mad about it. Why? It brings in money and it helps your team. He's not more interested in that. It's a part of remaining financially viable. I have no problem with that. No, I've said it, I, I've said it a hundred times on this show. If Mark Murphy was running the personnel department, I'd be pissed. If Mark Murphy was calling the plays, yeah, I'd be pissed. But I, but I'm not. Why are people so mad at Mark Murphy? It's just like, is he just in the crosshairs? Is he just always going to be the guy that came after the beloved, you know, uh, Bob Harlan? You know, why are people so mad? Don't get it. He's not playing. He's not coaching. He's not telling them who they can and can't draft. Uh, he is he's okay the money, go out and get Passaccia, spend the money on a guy. Hell yeah, let's do this. It might have been a little too late. I agree with that. But at this point, he's not doing anything right now to hurt this team. The team has to work within the parameters of the salary cap. I thought Brian Gudekinst and company did a great job in just getting this team viable to be able to get themselves some additional players, to be able to keep some of these guys. So... I thought they did a great job. I now, more so than anything, I look at two things. I look at one, you allowed the erosion of a relationship with Devontae Adams to get so bad that he, no matter what you were going to offer him, he wanted out. And then the second portion of that is, once guys are here, it's up to the coaches to coach them and the the coaches to call the plays. But I'm not – I'm not pissed off at, I'm not pissed off at Mark Murphy. I think it'd be ludicrous. You know? I, 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 I don't get it. That'd be like being mad at the president of, you know, Chevrolet because you got a flat tire. You know, I, I, I can see if maybe they produced vehicles that needed to be recalled. <laughs> but if you got a good car and the tire goes flat, I'm not pissed off at the president of, of Chevrolet because of that. So that I don't get. I don't get the anger at Mark Murphy, other than the fact that he's just the president of the Packers and he's responsible for everything. But other than that, I don't, I don't get it. Um, Randy says, only so much Gudikins can do. With the cap given, Rodgers and David Bakhtiari taping, taking up a lot of the cap, that could go towards some more weapons in the offensive line. Uh, Dan says, like the Packers helmet. Uh, Dan, or Dale, appreciate it. Sitting right on the desk, Packers helmet, Packers football and such. Uh, Good. Uh, Merlin says, Goodenkin deserves as much or more blame as anyone. He never took care of Adams in the contract until it was too late. See, that to me is probably... That's where I wouldn't even go as far as to say Gutekunst. I would say Rodgers. That's on Aaron Rodgers. Because Rodgers wanted it his way and for his thing, for his time. And much like Favre, he loves to be courted now. I've got the voice. I've got the power. I'll tell you when I'm coming back. I'm going to take my time. Well, there's other decisions that need to be made. So if you're talking about the best interest of you or the best interest of the team, Gudekins did what he could with the time that he had, but he couldn't make an offer to Devontae until he knew what Rodgers wanted. And if Rodgers wasn't coming back, why are you going to pay Devontae all this money just to kind of tear it down and rebuild it because that would be the golden opportunity to do so. There was a lot of things there. We're going to talk more about this coming up after the top of the hour. Also, Mike Clemens coming up as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael show is coming up right after this.